Sean Capri, and welcome to We The Gamer Cast. It publishes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play every single Monday. Patrons get it first. Thank you guys for subscribing. Uh, I should say they get it first, like, not on Monday. <laughs> they get it on, like, Friday. So just so you guys know, thank you for rating on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else that you're rating. Um, my voice is a little on the... Usually I can give it a good, like, hey, it's something... Something's not quite right. I'm trying to kind of soothe it a little bit here. I got a, I have an iced coffee. Maybe that's the difference this morning is that I have, uh, and I'm doing it in the morning rather than um, late in the evening. So just to give you guys a peek behind the curtains and, but guys, wait a minute. We're getting way too far ahead of myself because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger or in this case, a very good friend from the internet. We talk about video games and if you want to be on the show, Pretty easy. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri. Sean like Connery. Capri like the pants. I am nursing a bit of a, a headache. That's the other. Uh, I'm just gonna make up excuses uh, all over the place here, guys. That I can't. I can't give it the good old like. Hey, I usually. I usually do. I'm not. I'm not stoked with that. Hey, I'm not gonna lie, and I'm not gonna do it over again. <laughs> I guess because um, I mostly just can't scream in the basement while uh, while the kids are doing their stuff, and um, and the wife is trying to get get going about her day. I want to. I want to let you guys know about something um this whole like everybody's working from home thing um it has what is normally like my routine a very like pretty solid routine that i've been doing for years it's kind of like all up and it's all over the place and i'm trying to embrace it i'm being told that you know maybe sometimes just uh not having everything in a rock solid routine is, is is good it's good for the it's good for freedom and free your mind and everything do any of you guys like live like like that? Do you, like because I am I, like I'm you know my my job starts at this time. I'm done work at this time. I'm gonna eat dinner at this time. The kids are in bed at this time. Then I'm gonna start streaming at this time. Like that's been my life for a long, long time, and that is not my life during this whole situation. And I'm very curious to know if any of you guys are living like this and how you are how you are adjusting. Um, I'm definitely finding that I'm getting less done because it's not it's not quite ironed out. But I'm not sure. Maybe that's not such a bad thing. I'm not, <laughs> I'm trying to see the other side of this thing where, <laughs> where people live, um, not quite so routine. So somebody please, maybe this is a question that I should ask on, on the show for, uh, for an unsuspecting guest, but we'll see, man. Um, I want to take a quick moment if I can. I mentioned the patrons get it first and, uh, that's because they support Bobby and I, the Nintendo guru, um, very generously. And there's some people who do it, um, to a level that I ab- absolutely have to mention them right here at the top of the show. They go to patreon.com slash Capri, like our diamond executive producers, Slimer Snarf and brand new diamond executive producer, Jonathan Brown. You guys, you never know what is happening. Uh, I'm just gonna take a quick pause before I get to the gold members. Um, like it's been a, it's been it's been a tough go, you know, for everybody. And whenever you just have kind of a maybe a downer of a day, and then you get an email saying like, "Hey, somebody just signed up on Patreon," you're like, instant, like you instantly forget everything else. I cannot express how big a deal it is when Bobby and I get this notification. I went like all caps. Um, I put it in the Discord and everything. Like this is this was really really special. Jonathan Brown has been supporting Bobby and I forever, and to support at the Diamond Executive Producer level alongside Slimer Snarf, it's game changing, man. So thank you, Jonathan Brown. Um, definitely hit me up with more music, dude. We got to get some more of your your music um, on the show, like we did all of April. I'm I'm not done with you just yet. And thank you to, of course, our gold. Our gold members, James Johnson, Joel Brooks, Ryan Turford, and Zach Bradshaw. You guys are absolutely incredible. And I'm really excited for you guys to listen to today's show because it 
it feels special, man. This is, I mean, they all feel special. This is the thing. Like, this is why you listen to the show, hopefully. Um, cause there, hopefully every show is, it connects with you in a, in a new way. It certainly connects with me in a new way. And, um, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels is on today. And we, we run the, we talked afterwards. We're like, we talked about everything. So we're really going to get to know Tony here. And if you guys aren't already following him, I really encourage you to do it on Twitter at Tony Baker 87. Questforpixels.com is the website. And you guys are in for a real treat. Before we get to the chat, quick plug, please go check out PSVG's State of the Xbox Empire. I was on, I was on there. We basically did a, I don't know, is that show like two, two hours long or something like that? Um, normally we get what 30 40 minutes on on the xbox drive so i was really able to breathe and, and have a like nice long conversation with donnie and nathan so please check out um, the xbox empire and then the other thing that has been kind of like keeping me going these days is i don't know about you guys but like the summer game fest i think is badass dude the um I, i'd say jeff Keeley is two for two with the uh the tony hawk pro skater one two i am jamming on that and then that unreal engine five which sounds completely dorky let's let's just put this aside if i were to like walk up to somebody in a costco and say like hey you know what i'm really excited about unreal 5 uh (laughs) unreal engine 5 the the thing that makes video games i'm really excited by what they're able to achieve with that so dorky but i love it and that's why we all get together under the we the gamer cast kind of community and the udemy capri community and all the communities that sort of interact with each other because we we don't care if it's the dorkiest thing of all time and if we get excited about it we get excited about it and it's a safe space to talk about all the things that we love in in life and in nerd life and whatever it is so with all that said I want to get right into what I think is an amazing conversation with my good friend, fellow Canadian, fellow Edmontonian, Tony Baker. So why didn't I say it like I normally do? Tony Baker! I almost hit a cat on my way home. Murder. Well... It's a little distracting. Have you ever... So now that we're not really, like, going anywhere, right? Like, we're all in lockdown and everything. (laughs) Is that news to you? (laughs) No, I totally know what you mean. You're just, like, out of it, and you're like, what's going on? And then you're going to go do something, and it's like, oh, man, I'm actually outside. I'm outside, and this vehicle is, like, mostly rolling down the street, but I push this pedal, and it goes faster, right? And I've got to retrain myself to, like, the distractions of the road. Yeah. Because this cat was extra fluffy and like also outside just crossing the road, didn't even look to see if there's any cars coming and just kind of taking its time in no hurry to get to the other side and even ask well, what nature nature is back to normal now that we've gone away. That's true. <laughs> That's very true, man. Yeah. The, the cats are taking taking the roads back, taking the streets. Well, I almost hit a man walking his dog looking at this stupid cat. I'm like, sorry, dude, I thought you're going the other way. But so not only did you almost kill the cat, now you almost killed the man and the dog, man. That is crazy. If I were if I were a like an AI powered car, what what choice would the car have to make? Is it the cat or or that's the man like and the Detroit, dog? That's some Detroit shit right there. <laughs> that's that's those are those are questions that that far better people than me are going to have to answer. You know, I think so. What did I you just so. crack open? Is that a beer? Or is that a co- is that a Pepsi? It is a beer. Oh, what is oh Brewhouse? It is uh, a nice, cheap, delicious Pilsner. Hmm. It's no fancy beers like those people drink on uh, online there, like right. the pose and and uh, Skinny Matt. Yeah. They all have fancy chocolate. And it's beers. always something like different. 
You can't, simple, you can't just drink the God. same old beer every single time you crack open a drink. It's yeah. got to be something crazy you never heard of before with some exactly. rock and roll anime on it or something. I don't know. <laughs> Why isn't that a thing? Why don't they have some like anime beer? beer? Right? Oh, that'd be great. Let's start it. Some weedy weeb beers. <laughs> it hops fresh from Asia. No way, dude. That is we so... Call it that's actually perfect. Oh, weedy weeb beers. Dude. Oh, I'm all over that. Yes, can we just... Um, here's the thing. Normally, like, I, I record on Mondays, but we're here on a Friday night, and it's like there's a different energy, right? Like, the week oh, is behind it's us. Fun, it's a fun energy. How's the, like... week, how's the week been for you, dude? You good? Oh, man, Sean. I've, I've, I am essential. Mm. I'm an essential worker. And mm-hmm. I have worked, like, 21 days straight. Good and God. summer is always bad for us, but yep. we expected it to be slower this year, but it has not been. Mm-hmm. And faster. uh, Exactly. It's been faster. And we not only do we have like the city who like builds and digs and repairs roads and sewers and whatever, we also now have a bunch of homeowners at home with nothing to do. But like, oh, I should plant something or I should build a fence or the deck. And then they need to call before they dig. And that's when I come out and Ah. put some paint flags everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm drop some sketches for people it's do very you, fun do you ever like make a recommendation like you get to go to their house you get to see who's about to take on this project and you're like maybe just don't like put a couple <laughs> flags in like actually there like, there's explosives under yeah. it like you can't touch it's basically like like minesweeper and there's yeah, no is. winning minesweeper so just don't no. bother exactly it's just like that mm. is it frustrating like is it like coming into contact with everybody all the time being forced to to be essential uh you'd be surprised how people just kind of they come at you yeah. and they're not like they're not spacing like they should be mm-hmm. hockey especially sticks. when there's a lot of yeah hockey sticks are great mm-hmm. especially when they're a lot of old people and they're like you might die you should just like yeah. you know i i might live but you <laughs> you might die <laughs> <laughs> oh my eyes are this burning sean actually are you oh you're actually oh because <clears throat> um i thought sometimes i get like in the hot summer summer days like the, mm-hmm. the salty sweat or whatever, like either lotion you've got because you got dry, blistery it puts skin. Puts the lotion all over the skin. Oh, it'll get the hose again. Maybe I do want the hose again because it's kind of, <sighs> it's kind of hot out, you know. It is. Well, except the weather was all weird today, Sean. That's that's weird. true. Lincoln was very confused. He really <laughs> enjoys because we have the Nest, right? Um, which sounds fancy, but I don't think I don't really know how to use it. It's just a digital thermostat. Yeah. And so when you walk in front of it, it'll say the temperature outside. So and Lincoln's learning his numbers, and with Celsius and everything, he doesn't have to know like 90s or anything. He knows right. he can recognize 14 and say 14. So he'll see that, and then he'll go up to the Google Home thing. And then go, hey, Google, what temperature is right now? But Google doesn't hear him, so we have to ask for him. And then we ask, but the Google and the Nest, not always the same temperature. And when it is not the same temperature, Lincoln thinks this is the funniest shit he's ever heard. He's like, and he basically, like, shames the Google home. Like, no, it's (laughs) 13, you stupid stupid shit. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Can't even get the temperature right. I know, man. Oh, well, how you been keeping, man? How's life? What's going on? Life is busy, Sean. Yeah. Well, not only being essential as fuck like me, but like mm-hmm. uh, the, with the kids at home, um, the wife going a little stir crazy, trying to trying to do some baking, you know, yeah. keep keep herself busy. Yeah. Trying to teach the kids, homeschool the kids now. Mm. It's just, and then not being able to like trying to trying to limit your time with like you know extended family as much as possible. So they're yeah. not they're not always seeing the grandfather, which I like to just unload them on there every once in a while. Just yeah. Like, go, 
go over there, stay over there the weekend, give me a break, let me unwind and decompress. But now I'm just working, I'm working 21 days straight, like 12 hours a day pretty much. It's it's crazy. It keeps you in great and, shape though, man. You look good. I feel horrible. No, really? <laughs> well, I don't know. I've had a cup, bad couple of days lately. Yeah. I've, I've been kind of stressed out, but in a weird headspace. Yeah. But I w- I've been looking so forward to this, Sean. You have no idea. Oh, yes. This was like the light at the end of the tunnel. We, let's do it again, man. I'm already not even going to wait to the end of the show where I'm like, okay, you're coming back. Like, we've got to figure out how to do this again. Because the other thing, too, is that we're going to play games after this, too, because Cause we, we, are so we are so good, good at games. games. We are so good at games. How did that even happen? We didn't even realize how good at games oh. we were. It just it's just magic. It's instantaneous magic. It's Edmonton magic, really. Edmonton magic. Mm-hmm. It, it's hotel Edmonton magic, <laughs> which sounds like something completely different. <laughs> yep. No, Do but that's, what that's exactly what we mean. We met up in a hotel room and we had one of the funnest nights of our lives. <laughs> Man, together. it was amazing. It was yeah. great. Yeah. How do we make that happen again? Uh, Wait, how well, old are your kids? Not that this is related to the hotel room. I'm going back to what you're talking about a little my, earlier. My daughter, she's seven and yeah. my son is three. So three super fun. What the hell seven like? It's getting pretty sassy. Let me tell yeah, you. Sean. Yeah, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Pretty sassy, pretty bossy. Mm. Uh, lots of lots of attitude. Lots yeah. of things that I don't quite understand. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just I feel like it's going to get worse from there as she as she gets older. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that's kind of been hitting me in the face re- recently. Like I work, work these crazy hours in summertime, and. I'm like, my kids are, my kids are growing up super fast and everyone says they're going to grow up so fast and you're not going to notice. And now my daughter's seven years old. Yeah. I I, I played, I played the last of us, the first one on PS3, but I waited for the PS4 version with her in my arms. Do you know how much that hit me right there when Mm -hmm. I was playing that game with her in my arms? Oh my, I probably cried right over. Somebody should have warned you. I, I, somebody should have should, should have been a warning on the package actually you been around <laughs> yeah. the if you like, have a newborn daughter or any kind of job <laughs> and if your name's tony just, just leave Don't just do just it. or just put her down like or or yeah. something but i do find myself like i just went for a walk with the kids um that's that's been actually really great just to a get me outside of the house and get them out in a little bit make sure that the dogs get out for god's sakes and then also um for chelsea to have like a bit of a break as well and so we're at this field and lincoln's running around and i'm just like every now and then i catch myself looking at him like i'm looking at like a video that i should be taking right just him like just running around (laughs) like slow motion it is dude it's like i get like it's just i mean he's hilarious looking and sounding and he runs around and he's just so happy and it's just like these moments i'm like i know they are so fleeting and i know that my brain is made out of like a wicker basket like there's just it's things are gonna fall through and I'm not gonna remember like Ellie what Ellie's eighteen months now eighteen nineteen months I don't even I this, you stop counting on the second yeah, one yeah, it's terrible yeah, yeah but um I was look I'm looking at her and I'm like I barely remember Lincoln like this mm-hmm. and Lincoln was young when we had Ellie like we had like he was nineteen months so yeah basically the exact same and I'm like I we had a we had another kid at this point when Lincoln was that age we're like how how about another one that was silly. Oh, tell me about it. Two is good. Two's good. Though. Two's good. Two's two, good. You, you stop at two. Mm-hmm. The other day, me and my wife were like, Should we have enough. And then we like, then the kid runs down and, and jumps on. Out and we're like, no, two's, two's good. Don't <laughs> I want to enjoy my life yourself, with you after. <laughs> but couldn't you see yourself making like, like a, I don't want to say a dumb decision or a silly decision, but don't you think like you could change your mind in like five years or something like, oh, baby, babies are cute. You forget about all yeah. the, the baby yeah. stuff. It, well, that's that's kind of where we're at already. We're just like, oh, babies are so cute. We make cute babies. Yeah, I, I want more more half Japanese babies to train as my ninja clan mm. and make my weeb beer, of course. Yep. 
and uh, <laughs> work in the brewery. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, it's just uh, I don't know. Two is good. When Two's... they start outnumbering you, I don't know. It's not for know. me. Doesn't Joel? Have, I mean, Joel's got like three or nine or something. Yeah, Joel has nine. He's got a bunch <laughs> three. of them. Yeah, three. Yeah, three. Oh my god how how did you guys ever meet? Like you guys with when with the quest for pixels thing? How did you? I don't actually think I know the the origin story of that. Uh, well, the origin story with with Joel coming in. Or any uh, of it, yeah, like or even it. you and Sheldon. Like, how did you guys start it out? Well, me and Sheldon, we met through the Nintendo Dads, of course. God and there damn was it! A, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. First, first, I was like, oh, I should do some kind of. I want to make some kind of content. I want to do a podcast or something. Right. And then I'm like, what about what about being dads? What about talking about dads about mm. Nintendo? So I Google Nintendo Dads, damn and I'm it. like, son of a. And then I see that they're from Alberta, and I'm like, hey. I'm from Alberta, and then there's Crazy Uncle Jesse, but that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm like, let's let's take a let's listen to them, see what what's going on. And then I think the first one actually I watched had you or Bobby on it. One no of the two. way, really? Yeah. yeah, one of the first ones I watched had you or Bobby on it, and I was like, oh, this is interesting. These guys chatting about Nintendo, you know, they're around the same age as me. Yeah. Like everything seems pretty interesting. And then they we met in when the back when they had their it was the Lion Chat they had going on before the discord and i met sheldon in there and we met another dude named randon and we decided to do a podcast together and we did a couple episodes me randon and sheldon and it just didn't click yeah randon was taking kind of the the head seat and going with it and we were kind of just you know he was the main host we were the co-hosts but something just didn't feel right and then randon kind of fell off the map and then sheldon and i kept talking and then we decided let's let's do it let's do it ourselves. And he's like, okay, well we need a new name because we were the warp the warp pipe treehouse or something like that. That's a good name. Yeah, it was a, it was a good one. It kind of uh, sounds like you guys are like smoking up or something though. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, smoking a bowl and doing a podcast. Exactly. But uh, then we decided we need we need a new name. Mm-hmm. And I had just given myself an email address called Tony's Made of Pixels nice. at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, kind of want to use that email address <laughs> so i was like <laughs> what can i do and i was like uh, pixel dojo pixel like i, I like I that around. too pixel dojo yeah. sweet dude <laughs> yeah i'm an ideas man no execution but ideas i like um, it pixel dojo yeah. oh man mm-hmm. and then i was like well what about we're going on a quest we're going on a quest for pixels and then that's just the one that kind of always jumped out when we had our little our little talk about it so yeah that's kind of how that started. We grabbed we grabbed our good buddy uh, Mike, who was watching our streams a lot when we started first doing the stuff. Mm-hmm. He was the first one to listen to our podcasts. We grabbed him in there. Uh, we did some stuff with him for a bit, and then Nintendo Family Gaming popped around, and that was Joel. And oh, I remember, yeah, he had his own he had his own thing yeah, called Nintendo Family Gaming. He did a couple of videos. I watched a few of them on on his YouTube, and then he started playing games with us, and and then he just kind of got melded into the fold and he just fits so well with us seriously uh, same same like humor yeah uh, same laxed attitude everything was just it, it felt really good and that's mm-hmm. when we really started to enjoy doing quest for pixels a lot but then we tried to bite off a little too much more than we could chew oh really yeah you <laughs> always do stuff. you always yeah. do what was, you're like, what was oh, the I'm, thing? I'm feeling good i'm doing lots of stuff yeah and then you tr- we did the website, we had the streams, we had the podcast, we were bringing people in, they were writing for the website, we were getting lots of game codes, too much that we could keep up with. Yeah. And then it, it and then we started thinking like so much about, you know, search engine optimization and, and all this stuff and it just made it less fun. Mm-hmm. And we got burnt out like super fast. Yeah. 
And now we're still trying to rebuild actually from that, that burnt out phase, mm-hmm. which makes us the most inconsistently consistent podcast on the internet. Yeah. Consistently, consistently consistent. Yeah. Back Good. and forth. Uh, dude, that, well, I didn't realize that that's kind of what was, what was going on with you guys, but it definitely seemed like, like right out of the gate, you guys were like ready to go. Yeah. We, we had some really good success with a lot of the streams and, and we were doing it daily and everything was really, really yeah, good. Mario Kart all the time. Yeah. Mario Kart, Splatoon. We were playing a lot of that, but mostly Mario Kart seemed like that was our go-to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got lots of people coming in. We had, we like smashed out the affiliate with the with twitch right like super fast and then we just kind of just plateaued yeah (laughs) i don't know if we'll ever reach that fame again what was your favorite part of it all like when you were doing everything like what was the best part well sean you know uh i didn't have anyone to really talk to outside of you know work and home life i didn't have anything for me i -hmm. played my games i played them single player for the most part i don't i didn't even like playing multiplayer games really yeah um, because I really didn't have anyone to share that with. And just being able to chat with Sheldon and Joel, play games with everybody, and just like meet so many new people like right. you included. Like it it's it's insane. People that I would never have met in my even though we live like in the same vicinity almost. Mm-hmm. Like we're not that far away from each other. And uh just people I wouldn't meet and people I wouldn't know share the same hobbies as me. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome, man. So do you miss any of it? Like are you tra- like are you trying to rebuild in the same kind of way that you guys were doing when you're doing everything or are you kind of starting like with the with the podcast? I think we're going to go back to basics cuz yeah. the podcast essentially started as it well, it's called Quest for Pixels Conversations cuz it was supposed to be just a conversation between friends. That's like the whole playground chat all grown mm-hmm. up thing. It was just light conversation. Then then when we started to get focus on everything else, we tried to get it too structured and you know segue like trying to make it too professional when it really should just be off the cuff yeah chatting back and forth and and with people that you enjoy talking to something that doesn't feel scripted yeah and it felt it started feeling too scripted and then we didn't want to do it and then it was like what we're just going to run down the news we're trying to be ign what are we who are we trying to be Mm -hmm. we don't we didn't we didn't have our your primary sources and everything right like all the interviews you were doing for sure it was like and i think that's it's it's interesting because it's like it's a common i think it's a common journey but it's like that it almost doesn't help it's like well of course somebody else has done this Mm -hmm. journey but um kind of got to experience it i think so i think that's that's the best way to put it you have to do it yourself and also like everybody might be hit with the exact same situation but they'll come out of it in a different way and depending on like who you're kind of like partnering with but the whole like the whole content creation journey is such a it, it becomes such a big part of your life, right? Like it in does. The, like if you were to look back on the the origin years and kind of like this rebuilding, and then it's still it's still going on. But at some point in your life, you're gonna like look back at that and go like that's it's almost as seminal as like high school, right? Oh, like totally. it's almost like a post high school kind of thing of like finding your finding your who group you of buddies are and mm-hmm. oh yeah, totally just growing hair in really weird places. <sighs> Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Fuzzy bunny had fur where he didn't have fur before. Exactly. Did you have a beard in high school? Yeah. I, yeah you have I was, a thick beard, dude. I was totally one of those dudes who just like, you know, we'd play shirts and skins and I'd just be like, you oh, know, no the, way. the hairy chest and call it my love rug and whatnot. And <laughs> it, it, it was just good times, good times. Like I have a picture where I'm like, I'm 14 years old. People think I'm 21 in it. No way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's your like heritage though? Like, where does the hair come from? Uh, my mother is Caribbean. Okay. And basically, all of all of our 
our whole family is mixed race. Like mm-hmm. it's just one kind of race with another. <laughs> so you just super I'm pretty lucky. Much, yeah, just just a mixed bag, and oh. it continues with my kids even because half Japanese and then whatever I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they'll uh, they'll have a crazy beard and then nothing else. Yeah. Hopefully crazy your daughter samurai doesn't have a beard. beard. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, she could probably have like wicked samurai hair. Do you remember life before kids though? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a long time, Sean. Well, how far do you want to go back? Let's go back, man. Like, what? Well, like, back. describe just when I say like life before kids, like what comes to mind, and like what, like describe that. Uh, probably like teenage years where yeah. I'm very, very angry. I had a very interesting childhood. You know, mm-hmm. we all have our our issues uh, with childhood, but when I became a teen, like I did lots of bad things. Lots and lots and lots and lots of bad things. So much so that my father was like, "You're it's a, it's insane that you turned out the way you did." I and actually I find that very person. hard to believe. You're exactly. so nice, uh, right? And you would not explain. And my my dad's like, "If your kids are even a fraction of as bad as you were, and what you put through me, me Yikes. through, you are in big trouble." And I pray to God that that's not the case. <laughs> What'd you do? What happened? Oh, you know, there was lots of drugs. There was lots of like hard drugs as well, really? which I don't really talk about very often. <laughs> yeah, um, there was lots of uh, there was lots of trouble with the law. <laughs> no <laughs> like, way. Yeah, I w- well, I lived on the north side of Edmonton. So oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. Okay, now it all clicks into place. <laughs> like everything else was like this doesn't make any yeah. sense to me. I don't understand. If anyone it. knows anything about the north side of Edmonton, they they'll they'll get it. This is the thing. This is that I like. We talk about how have we like not met before. Um, you know, the hotel night, which was very, very, you know, passionate. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) But like, we grew up on the same end of town, dude. Like, what school did you go to? (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, Uh, dude, I grew up on the north side. Like, were we friends? (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I went to, uh, Roslyn Junior High. Okay, yeah. You know that one that's like a Lego block school, they call it, because it's like so many different colors. Yep. And I also went to Killarney as well. Killarney, I know. Yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're uh, definitely in the same vicinity. Yeah. But uh, I'm trying to remember if I knew, like, I feel like I knew, like, a friend of a friend who ended up going to, to Roslyn. But I was over in Cardinal Ager, right? Oh, by okay. Dickensfield. Yeah. And, yeah. Dude, we're in wow. the same. Like, we probably went to the same Toys R Us a few times. Probably, we probably <laughs> took, like, the same bus at some probably. point or something. We're probably, probably in the same, like, school fight. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, you just, probably you somewhere those... in Northgate, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, goodness. Just goodness. ends up with, like, broken glass at the bus shelters and everything. Mm-hmm. That's the north dude, the north side sucks. <laughs> I know. I'm so just, glad I don't live there anymore. Oh my god, I had to get out. Like you don't really. realize it until you're away from it. You're like, it wasn't that bad, and then you're like you drive through it now and you're like, hmm, dude. I probably wouldn't want my kids here. <laughs> well, that's what Chelsea and I talked about like when we got together, because like I uh when we first met and we were first dating, like I owned a house on the north side and, and we're looking like there's some nice areas for sure. It's not like yeah. it's all gangster trash or whatever, but you're still always kinda like having to just go down a sketchy road to get to where you kind of want to go. It's a little, it's a little scary. As an example, I had a velvet red tracksuit in in junior high that I like to wear. So, velvet. <laughs> did was, you really? Yeah, I did. It like, did you and your friends wearing not, velvet? No, just me. Yeah, <laughs> just for a while. Mm-hmm. I learned how to crip walk there. You know, that's like what you do. That that's not that's not true. That can't be true. <laughs> it is true. Oh we will have wow! Pants off, Were Sean. you a real gangster? I'm sure you'll win. There's no way. There's no doubt. No, but I'm sure. not anymore. Like I'm the furthest from that right well, now. Well, what happened, man? How did you save yourself? <laughs> well, you know, like inside, I was always kind of the nerdy kid. Anyway, mm-hmm. I just, you know, was around up. others, so I, you know, brought that side out of me. Yeah. But uh, when I got away from it, I just 
I just did what I wanted to do. Like, like when you just graduated high school, basically? Like It was a little bit after that. Maybe yeah. around the time when I was about in my early, early 20s. Yeah. That's when it all kind of stopped. So, What did you do after high school? I worked at a financial institution, which mm-hmm. I probably should have gotten a job at because of a criminal record. Snap, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, there's all these things about me that you don't know, Sean. <laughs> I know, but it, I know it's amazing. I'm like, an maybe, Okay, I, I, like a, you might want to lock your doors after that. What about a cake? Is it like a cake? <laughs> what depends on cake what has can- layers. Ice cream? Pate? <laughs> Pot- it's a pate. It's a pate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but w- I worked at a bank and it was not the best time. Mm-hmm. But I did my, meet my wife there, so it's I pretty good. Yeah. yeah, and then so that kind of that okay. That sounds like that's a that's a good reason for it to kind of peel off of the old uh, the old youth time and yeah. Sorry. Your I parents just, must have been a good example though. Like you must have they, had like some sort of good home base. They really were. They yeah. did the very best they could uh, with the situation that they were given. We we grew up pretty like I was pretty poor when we grew up as well. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why that North Side gangster life really appealed to me. Right? You hear these yeah, rap songs buck. and they're talking about uh, all the stuff that I felt that I was feeling, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's not really because it's kind of night and day from what they were talking about. Right? <laughs> no kidding. But, Dude, I'm uh, listening to a lot of '90s rap lately. Oh, I'm not gonna I lie to you. Oh do. my god, it's so good. It's so <laughs> yeah. good. So, but yeah, yeah, your parents were. You, that's that's how you end up turning out the way you did because your like at the end of the day, you had a good home to come home to, and you know that your parents were there for you and everything. Yeah, and you realize that the things that they told you and they they you know the the lessons that they gave you without knowing that they were lessons at the time. Mm-hmm. When it all it's all said and done, those are what sticks. Hopefully, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, like my parents are both great people. They both loved me very much. And, you know, it, it, I, I came out the right way. I'm a good, good husband, good father, working hard just to keep my family together. Good so. thing they didn't give up on you, man. That's a lot of patience. They could have. They could have mm-hmm. many times. But uh, another reason is like my, my father, he worked a lot because we didn't have a lot of money. So they, they had, he had to work a lot. Yeah. My mother was dealing with some uh, mental health issues that she didn't know or we didn't know that she had at the time. Uh, so my father worked very, very hard and that's another thing that gets me thinking. Like he always says like, I I did what I had to do because we needed money, but I also regret missing a lot of your childhood because I was working. Yeah. So that, that's been sticking with me a lot lately, especially Mm -hmm. with my own kids and the fact that I'm, I'm putting in the grind to work. Right. Mm-hmm. And you and you do what you need to do. So that's why, like, I heard you have a little conversation about crunch with, uh, about video games and, you know, like these people do something that they want to do and they're passionate about and like who's to say if crunch is good or bad. But like for me, I'm proud that I work hard. And if I have to work 12 hours to put like a roof over my family's head mm-hmm. and food on the table, no question, I'm going to do it. Yeah. So it's like it's like where and and when someone's doing crunch in video games, I know it's kind of different, but they're creating something they love and, and maybe they need that money. They need that money to support their family, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I'm I heard your stance on the whole crunch thing, and I f- I feel the same way. There's always two sides to every story, and I feel like it's always a kind of a one sided story. Well, definitely the ones who will kind of complain about it. That's for mm-hmm. sure. But yeah, there are yeah. There's always I and mean, sometimes there's even more than two sides of story. Sometimes things can just get really complicated. But um, so where man, are you doing okay with it though? Map with I know. Well, you do, you're doing okay with it though. Oh, yeah. I mean, it oh, does yeah. come like we've talked before and like it comes in like it comes and goes like you do have like these you have these crunch periods, but it's not mm. 
it's not forever. Like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, I'm assuming. Yeah, summer is the busy period for us. Obviously, we live in Alberta. It is a construction heavy mm-hmm. uh, economy. And my job is reliant on that construction. So in the summer, when there's lots of it, I'm very busy. In the winter, yeah. I have lots of time. Like to go to Japan for a month, no problem. Take a month off from work, no biggie. That's that's kind of awesome. Like that's the thing yeah. is like the swings are so huge, right? Where you have zero time for anything and then literally you can go to Japan. Mm-hmm. Like which neither in neither case do most people like experience that. Like, like I won't, I probably won't experience either of those. I probably won't experience like going to, I would love to go to Japan, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to go for like a month at a time, but I also won't have like that season long, like Mm -hmm. what is it? 70 hour or 80 hour weeks or something probably crazy like that. Like, or even more 21 days straight, man. Mm -hmm. But the, I mean, the things you you get the best of it and you also get the worst of it. But, um, what's Japan like, man? I want to ask you, but I literally have a bullet point that just says Japan. Tell me about (laughs) Japan. Japan is amazing. I love it there. It is such a different, like you feel completely ignorant when you jump into a new culture yeah and it's a mind opening thing where you're just like wow this is there's there's many different ways to live and Mm -hmm. the way we live is just one of them (laughs) because you you kind of think everything's (laughs) just the same you think everyone's lives the way you live and maybe that's the arrogant north american attitude talking right where you just Mm -hmm. think what you do is the right way and you just see how different cultures have different solutions to the different problems that they have yeah like in Japan, it's incredibly crowded, but yet there's no trash on the ground. Yeah. How How is that a thing? How is that a thing? <laughs> because everyone is respectful about their surroundings and they hold their trash. There's no garbage cans either, Sean, on the streets. Oh, wow. So not only do you have no garbage cans, you have people that are holding onto their trash until they can get to one. Mm-hmm. People who smoke cigarettes have a little handy, like ashtray thing that they put in their pocket. It kind of like folds up, snaps out. Yeah. They, dash in there and then they put it back in their pocket because it's not cool to just like no flick it, it is off. completely disrespectful to not only you but everyone else and the culture yeah it's a it's a very very interesting place and uh there's a lot of things that i don't like about it as well like they're the way that they work is definitely yeah. definitely crunchy mm-hmm. and and they're having a hard time with uh staying at home restrictions because they want they want the government to tell them stay home because yeah. Japanese people will not stay home unless they are told by the government. They will feel it's it's like dishonorable yeah. to not go to work. Mm-hmm. And that, that's a that's a culture that I don't that like that's a part of the culture that I don't agree with. But because uh, like I like I like my time as well. Like I said, I would do whatever for my family, but there's also you know limits to that. Maybe maybe some free will in there where every <laughs> moment isn't completely like uh, dictated. Exactly. And, and kind of captured already. When was the first time you went to Japan? Uh, it was nine years ago now. I've been there every year for nine times. You've been every year? <laughs> yeah, because her parents are there. That's where she's from and, and my wife's parents. And they want so to see So is this like for me, like to go to like Calgary or something to visit people in like like three hours away? It's like, I mean, obviously the distance well, <laughs> is something else. But it's like, it that's that's why like the draw, the gravity is there just every year. You want to make sure that like you see family and you just, it, you just go. It's really just Isn't that expensive? It is extremely expensive. And uh, luckily, the grandparents pay a lot of that. And just having a place to stay alone mm-hmm. is, saves you that cost. Like if we were, you know, airbnb it or or even like using a hotel for like a month, we'd, yeah. I'd be completely broke. <laughs> yeah. Whereabouts in Japan is it? Like what I know. It is. Why am I even asking this question? Like I'm sure you have to like describe in some relation to like Tokyo or something, but like north, yep. south, right in the middle, like whereabouts is it? 
So Kyoto City and okay. Prefecture. I've heard right? of this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, Nintendo's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so in conjunction to like where Edmonton and Sherwood Park is, yeah, is Kyoto and where my wife's parents live. Totally makes sense to me. Zero so other people. It's just a suburb, basically, gotcha. of Kyoto. Yeah. To make it easier. Yeah, no kidding. And mm-hmm. then you guys stay there for a month, and like, has the the wonder of it kind of gotten away, or like, is it normalized in a way that's good for you guys when you go to visit? Like, what's it like now after nine times? Yeah, you know, it's like everyone's like, "Oh, what'd you do? What'd you do?" And I'm like, "We just kind of hung out, you know, yeah. do the thing." Like, I I take. I take joy in doing things that are just like everyday tasks in a different country because mm-hmm. it feels different to me. Yeah. And it's like, I'm excited to go to the grocery store. I'm excited to go to the local shopping plaza. I'm excited yeah. to go to the local shopping plaza because they have an arcade upstairs <laughs> and like those kind of things is, is what I want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we, we did all the touristy stuff uh, the first like two or three times I've been there. Yeah. And um, what is the touristy thing to do in Kyoto? Well, we, well, we go a lot we go, go to, to Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, okay. No, I've never done that yet, Sean. You gotta see the building. I've never seen the building, and and like the th- I don't know the seventh time I was there, they were like, "Hey, uh, our friend actually uh, is a crazy like important composer for Nintendo. Do you want us to invite him over for dinner?" And I'm like, "What? Yes, That's <laughs> we still haven't coolest. done it yet because I got yeah. kind of nervous." <laughs> because he's the guy who created the the theme for um, Super Metroid. Come and he, on. And he was walking through the park. Yeah. And he, that's where he got the idea. He was humming it in his head. And that's where he came up with it. That's like in the amazing. Park. And it's like, you know this person? This is like, I would be too like, uh, do I bow? Do I yeah. like, you know, like. Would you? What like, what I should do? you do? I, I don't know. Yeah. yeah you Are you fluent? You're, you're like, um, like, do you speak Japanese? I can speak a little bit. Yeah. But not enough. Yeah. <laughs> Considering that I've you know been there nine times <laughs> yeah it's a hard language to learn very how hard. do you how do you go about learning it like i feel like anybody who comes to like um, they come to america and they watch like tv and they just like learn english i don't know if that's possible for english-speaking people to do the reverse i think you could but you'd really have to be like by the time i'm leaving there every month when it's like a month at a time i feel like i've picked up a lot and yeah. can i can understand parts of the conversation enough to like jump in and give my two two cents but not in their language <laughs> so, right that makes it difficult but no kidding i think if you were there for an extended amount of time I, if you were there for like three months and just surrounded by japanese i think you could pick it up what especially you because you, you're a smart man sean i don't think so man and then like i like i love languages like i studied italian and french in high school and did pretty okay with that but they're also similar so and they're they're like they they're kind of built in the same same kind of way and like they're backwards in the same kind of way and all those types of things, uh, which is a super like way simplistic way of of putting it. But it's definitely a far cry from from Japanese. But like so, you guys went every year for um, for nine years. Yep. You're you're probably not going back for a little bit, dude. <laughs> I don't know if you thought about yeah, that. Yeah, it was all that was happening while we were there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you were there recently. Yeah, I was there in. Uh, end of january until march 5th mm-hmm. and i was like following along i'm like i'm not gonna be able to come home they're gonna trap us here and we're gonna yeah. be stuck here yeah but uh the travel restrictions happened like i don't know seven days after i got back Just on the plus side when we went when we came back the airports were super dead which was always nice mm. yeah because there's just no were they really down. already because i was supposed to be on a flight to atlanta on i think the 15th of march yeah. So it would have been like eight days after that. And I was planning on going, dude. I was booked in and everything. I was checked into my flight. 
But you were there just before Animal Crossing, the, the Animal Crossing drum, bomb yeah. dropped. And yeah. you made a promise, I think, or maybe Bobby made it up. The Nintendo guru said that you were just going to go buy everything Animal Crossing that you saw. And yeah. Bring it back for them. Which was a lot harder than I expected. No shit. There, there <laughs> is um, not only everything was launching after the game. So right. that's one thing. And then anything that was from prior games or prior merchandise, there are so many scalpers ready to just like oh, good one. grab yeah. it up. And uh, I finally found a good auction site. But as soon as I made a bid on anything, instantly it goes up. Oh, Another I thought you were going to say it was hard because there was too much stuff. It's completely the opposite. There, there was a lot of stuff, but you couldn't get any of it because people make this their job and then they import it and sell it in North America. Oh, do they really? Yeah, so I was able to actually get Bobby a copy of uh, Dobotsu no Mori, which is the game uh, in Japanese for N64. Mm-hmm. And it's brand new in box. It says it's, the description says it was damaged. And my wife's like, we shouldn't buy it. It says it's damaged. And I'm like, is that the way it looks? Because they had a picture. And she's like, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, it's perfect. Like, we would they never have Because they anything. have to describe it as damaged. Like, yeah. they can't say new or new in box so. or anything. Yeah. But yeah, it's like, and and then she randomly pulls down uh, a bunch of these games, the, uh, Nintendo uh, Super Family Com games that she had in the attic for mm-hmm. like 27 years. And I'm like, these are perfect Inbox. Oh my gosh! Like how, I don't know how they keep their stuff. It's yeah. It must be another thing where it's you know you get these things you treat them with respect. I don't know. Yeah. Well, really. and, and packaging man, they're, they they got to be good. At, they got to be good at packaging those types oh, of things. Oh man! Okay, right? Sean, if you, you never get back de- in the box the same. You go to a department store in Japan, you buy something, yeah. they wrap it up for you like all crazy and give mm-hmm. it to you, and it's like yeah. insane. I'm like, wow, why don't we do this? <laughs> we need to learn origami at a nice, like, young age so that we can figure out, like, how these lines are all going to work for us. This is hopefully not terribly insensitive. Um, no, I don't think so. <laughs> would you call yourself, like, a fanboy of anything? Like, would you? are you a Nintendo fanboy? Or are you a, like, a, like, are you fanboy of anything? I would say if I am, it's Nintendo for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm, I'm very open-minded when it comes to things. Like, I am not in a... I love my Xbox, I love my PlayStation, and, you know, I love my Nintendo. But Nintendo games have always been there for me personally, Mm -hmm. especially when I was growing up and and had issues with, like, my dad not being there because he was working too much, my mom dealing with her mental health issues. The Super Nintendo especially was there for me. And Mm -hmm. uh, even though we were very poor, I was the only child, so I was very spoiled. Yeah. So I had a Super Nintendo. I had a Super Nintendo in my room, and, and one moment... Uh, specifically always comes back to my mind. It's where my parents were getting close to having a divorce and they were arguing back and forth a lot. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night hearing one of these arguments, like plates being thrown, dishes, all that crazy. Yeah, it was like an intense one. And I just wanted to like repress that memory. Like I'm in Disneyland, I'm in Disneyland. And I remember turning on my Super Nintendo and playing Super Mario World. And there was an area that I couldn't beat for the longest time, like leading up to this. And I just... I was just so focused in on the game and just played it over and over again and finally got out of that area. It's like the forced of illusion kind of area. You know, if you take the wrong path, you kind of go back and around mm-hmm. and go back and around until you get the right path to go down. And I had, a, I had trouble finding that secret exit. And then I just, I focused on that all night. I didn't realize the fight was going on. The fight had ended. And then I went to sleep and woke up the next day and I was good because I had uh, Super Mario there, Super Mario World, to like keep my mind off of things and like that's why it's my favorite game of all time 
That plus it's actually one of the it's best games of all time. It's just one of the best time. games of all time. You know, man, I've heard a lot of people talk about how like games get them through like a difficult time, but I honestly don't know that I've ever heard quite such a specific like moment, event, mm-hmm. or incident that like literally the only way to like survive the that thing mm-hmm. and to get through that is to play the video game. Like sometimes it's like get your mind off something that's yeah. like and like the context of life or things, but it was like, this was actually happening like in the house at that time. You're like, I just need to turn this on. And you knew that you could just like focus on, on the game. I knew that if I played this game right now, I'd be completely, you know, capsulated in it and just focus on that. So that's what I did. And there's, there's so many memories of, of games that are like that for me. Uh, And everyone's like, Oh, your memories are so depressing about games. And I'm like, no, they're, they're not because I needed them in that moment yeah another another great example of that would be with my playstation i had my playstation one the big old square boy and um we had gotten robbed and it was right before christmas my father oh my he, god yeah my father he had never he never he was he was never able to buy anything for himself because he was working very hard his clothes were get, becoming ripped and tattered mm-hmm. so before this happened he bought himself some new clothes he was very excited got some new clothes finally a new pair of pants a couple of new shirts so he didn't have to wear ripped clothes because his mm-hmm. clothes were getting very very bad my playstation was stolen right before christmas my dad takes back all his clothes no to the store. I know. I might even choke up here, but takes takes all the clothes back to the store, returns it all, and buys me. Then they had the remat the remodeled one that was like the smaller, rounder yeah. one. He buys like the me PS1, that one. That was yeah. I think PS twenty. Yeah. yeah, and he buys me that, and then replaces that with all the games. And like th- my dad, time after time, has like proven himself to be completely selfless when it comes to me. Yeah, which is probably one of the reasons why I turned out to not be a criminal <laughs> and to be a, a good guy. How can you not remember those things that he did for you, right? Like, yeah. So like those like those moments in gaming really they just have always stuck with me. And yeah. even when I stopped gaming for a while, like there was a while there where I didn't play video games. No one I knew played video games. I would never wear a video game shirt. That's that's yeah. for sure, right? Like it was it was kind of like a, a a closet secret thing, you know. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't really tell people you play video games. But then the the Wii was about to come out, and all of a sudden I was just drawn back into video games, and I started. I wanted to know everything about the Wii. It was mm-hmm. still in its code name. I couldn't can't remember like Revolution or whatever it was called. And uh, I just wanted, I was reading IGN and just, I couldn't stop thinking about, I want this release. I want to know what's going on. And it was the first time I had disposable income as, as an adult. Yeah. So the Wii, the PS3 and the Xbox 360, I bought all at the same time with my own money. Yeah. Because I times. was making lots of money at the time, which was great. So I was one of those people who had a second job for the PS3. <laughs> Because I did, I was working. I was <laughs> that working was Alberta, though. At that time, man, that was that oh, yeah. was this promise. It was like I remember listening to like you remember the Bear, Yukon uh, yep. Jack, and Paul Brown. Those. This is so local; it's hilarious. Um, but there was there one guy went on a rant. He was he was yelling about the. Um, I think it was Yukon Jack went on a rant about the guys like sitting at the intersections holding up the cardboard sign that says like I'm, I'm like I don't have a job. And he would he would yell at these people saying like This is Alberta. Get a job. Get two jobs. Get three. Like that's what it was <laughs> yeah. like. Like not that that not that that's a really kind thing to say to no, anybody but, but it, like, was, it was it was you booming. could anybody could get any job it was crazy yeah. back then. and you could you're making like 15 16 bucks an hour for like flipping burgers yeah yeah mm-hmm. sean i worked at the bank during that time when it was starting to boom and people were coming in opening accounts and they were saying that they had to put money down to apply 
to rent a place that they would not get back. Yeah. So, and he said there was like a hundred applicants for this one, like, you know, townhouse or whatever. And they all put $50 down just to hold a spot. Like yeah. that's how, how much work was, was happening here and how many people were coming in from mm-hmm. all of Canada. Yeah. It was a crazy time, man. I remember why we were talking about that time though. I don't know either. Oh, video games. Oh <laughs> and, yeah. And video, oh, oh, and all the, all the, all the jobs that you had to buy all the video, yeah. the, the video game systems. That was a good time to get back into games too, though. It was. So I was still in the, in the partying phase at that point. I get up to go, uh, it's like three in the morning or something. And my, my friends are all drinking and partying and I'm like, Hey, see you later. And they're like, where are you going? And I'm like, I'm going to go stand in line at the Wal- or at the future shop downtown yeah. for, for the, for the Wii. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, see ya. You guys just stay here and party. I'm just going to be waiting in the cold. Yeah. So I go down there, wait and wait and wait. And, uh, they start giving out the tickets close to the end of the, of the night or whatever. And it stops right before me. And I was like, fuck. No way. Yeah, I was pretty pretty crushed at that moment. So then I spent the And you the, were there early, dude. Yeah, and I spent the, well, there was already a line when I got there. Well, and there then, was pre-orders too. Like I think people yeah. were able like um cuz I actually worked at Future Shop at that time. I worked the Wii like release. Man, there's and so many times where we probably just like you I know? was just wrong one, wrong wrong <laughs> wrong Future Shop. I was yeah. at I was at Northgate and um yeah, I remember like you know, they, they, I remember the the whole pitch of it like new console like you want to sell warranty. That's how we all made our money and stuff. Wait, do you know JB? Yeah, JB. Oh, stop. Are you for real? <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah, we got to. <laughs> we'll talk about okay. that later. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, we knew that there was going to be. Did yeah. you go to Roslyn? Yeah. Man, there might be. That might be. There might be something there. Might oh, be. that dude. I actually remember like his sales number. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, God, because we all had like our. I like. I had a your login is like your your right. employee number is like an alphanumeric kind of thing and yeah oh my god that's hilarious yeah dude we uh, like I remember handing people like they would walk in and then you go yeah I got the console okay cool um what games and they got like Zelda and then Red Steel was like that's oh, yeah. the one that yeah. like captured my imagination was like this one like it's a lot of people talk about it and give I rightfully like it. so <laughs> it was a good game dude yeah. and it was like that's a lot of people give a lot of credit to Wii Sports and they should. But it's like Red Steel was like it was underrated. Oh my god, dude! Like that's the it was a gimmick of a of a motion the the motion controls and everything was total gimmick. But this game was like that's perfect. That's a perfect way to yeah. You got a sword sword and a gun. Like why would you Mm -hmm. not? It just it just made so much sense. I was I I would kept that's one of the games I want them to like make a third one for the Wii. I guess or or for the Switch. There was a second one I guess, but I never played that one. Yeah, it's it, it definitely I think the first Red Steel had it took advantage of the fact that it was one of what four games or something that was that was there at launch. So yeah. so people knew about it, but then the second one came around. And I'm not sure that anybody was like totally over like well, I mean it got overshadowed by Zelda and Wii Sports. Like how do you yeah. <laughs> how do you stand out with that, dude? Yeah. Holy so I cow. didn't get my console that that night. I started going around everywhere else. There was one Kmart left in the city, so I went mm-hmm. there. And they Kmart, didn't... wow. Yeah, I know, right? There was one left. They were all closed except for that one. And uh, I went there to check, and that was the last person place I heard might have some, because there was like a herd of us that didn't get them from Future Shop all going to like the same place. Right? <laughs> disperse, like, disperse. Not, not you. And I started running. I'm like, Slashing tires. Yeah. <laughs> and, pushing kids out of the way. And then un- un- unfortunately, I didn't end up getting it. Uh, my dad lived in a small town in BC and mm-hmm. there was one source there or Radio Shack or whatever. Yeah. And uh, he put a pre-order in. It didn't show up there in time because it's a small town, but 
it did show up right before Christmas, and then he got it to me and sent it to me, and it arrived on Christmas Eve. Oh, stop. It's amazing. <laughs> right? So, like, all these Christmas, all these consoles, all these yeah. game memories just embedded in my brain for life. That is crazy, man. I, it's funny because, like, there was, a, there was a lot of rules around people who worked at the Future Shop, and um, because the Wii was so popular we weren't allowed to to buy them like staff wasn't weren't allowed to buy them from the store because we kind of would you would definitely you you had an inside scoop you could see when they were coming in like you could see them coming in transit you knew when they were about to come in so basically the rule was like you weren't allowed to do it and then a couple of my buddies went over to another future shop because you could also see when they were being transported to another future (laughs) shop and so they bought them from there which like if you don't they probably shouldn't really have been caught but they were they were they busting they got fired for it Wow. They, they got let go because they, they broke the rules of buying a Wii. Like, that's how people kind of like, they kind of gloss over, like, oh, the Wii, those are the days. And it's like, that was intense trying to get your hands on a Wii. Mm-hmm. I got through a loophole um, because I didn't buy a new one. I actually didn't even spend full price on a Wii because, um, I don't, like, a lady returned hers because her kids were misbehaving. She's like, I'm going to take your Wii back. And she totally took it back. And I watched that thing walk through the doors. Like the, I remember it as clear as day, like the door sliding open and I see that box. I'm like, Oh my God. I've been looking for that box everywhere. And so I watch her like, I'm, I'm standing like just hovering, like kind of like, um, if you were to go to a used cars place and the guy, and the guys are just like waiting to make a sale. Yeah. I'm waiting to scoop up that we like nobody's business. Cause I know that this is allowed. If this thing comes back. I'm picking it up. I'm waiting for the customer service girl to put a sticker on it saying open box, which is automatically 5% off minimum. So I was golden with that, dude. Nice. Oh, my gosh. The freaking Wii. <laughs> good memories. Good memories. Mm-hmm. But Were I, you stoked for the Wii U when it came out, too? I was. And uh, my relationship with the Wii ended pretty abruptly. Like, I I, I didn't even play Mario Galaxy that much or uh, Galaxy 2. I know. Uh, because I was kind of out of the Wii by that time. I felt like it had gotten too much shovelware and too much gimmicks and stuff. So I had just moved on yeah. and I was just playing my Xbox 360 and my, and my PS3. But when the Wii U did come along, I was very excited and I booted it up. And, uh, when I got it and I was like, this thing is bad because it was very <laughs> slow. It took five, like almost five minutes mm-hmm. for that first boot up. And I was I like, remember. I, I was like, is, is it broken? Is, is, is it just not working? And people forget how incredibly, uh, slow it was. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and, I remember they had like a patch or something, an up, uh, yep. firmware update a little while later. Uh, it was a year actually, later. Yeah, actually was a year, wasn't it? And so were you, did you basically like make up your mind right then and there like, oh, this is bad? Because I remember having like a conversation with myself at Chelsea like, I mean, it'll be fine. Like you, you're, you're trying to convince yourself like, yeah. it's not it's not that bad. Like I, this is, this is what I want. Like this is the one. And uh, no, I think it might be bad. Yeah, the games were good. Um, but they were too slow to come and the responsiveness of the system was just not there. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had a feeling that it was going to be bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, really? Well, I mean, the narrative around it was, was not so great. People Mm -hmm. being, I would, I would say they were, they were being, um, intentionally confused by all, by the whole thing. My daughter is here bothering me when I'm trying to podcast (laughs) with someone just like you. I know. Go back upstairs, please. Come on. Why is our podcast so long? It I used know. to be short. I know. <laughs> podcast used to be short. We could we could be almost done. No, it's okay. 
she just likes to bother me. I am that sorry for so derailing. Funny, don't even sweat it, man. That's that's the classic like video conference life now. Like no, that's I the know. working from home. Like Lincoln makes his appearance twice a day. He gets up from from sleeping in the morning. I'm usually on a video conference then, and then two o'clock or three o'clock he wakes up from his nap, and I'm probably still on a video conference. So he comes on and he says, "Hey." Yeah, how are um, you doing with working from home? Actually, I'm worried about you, Sean. You know, I I've, I've, oh. I haven't seen you. I haven't seen you streaming for a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I see a tweet every once in a while, but just you, you don't seem as active as you used to be, and I'm I'm concerned. I was like, is Sean doing okay? Do I need to come over with a plate oh. of cookies, drop it on his doorstep, and then just run away so we can social distance? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll never say no to cookies. <laughs> I'm I honestly like I'm doing I am doing I'm doing great actually. Thank you for asking. Um. But I think also probably because I'm taking a break from streaming mm. and really trying to be cognizant of like how much I look at my phone. Like I'm, I joke about it like, oh man, I hate it when my phone reminds me that I've been on my phone for like on average like four and a half hours a day. And I'm like, that's bad. Like, I don't know. Like for me, like whatever anybody else does, like it's completely like, but I, I realize like how much of my waking hours are there staring at my phone and, you know, and I still like, I probably still spend a little bit too much time on Twitter. And to, to your point, I should be at the very least, like putting out like good energy out there. So I'm I, even just today, I was just like, at the very least, I just reach out to somebody, tell them they're doing something awesome, which is kind of the space that I want to be in. That's good. And like, you know, like when we talk about, you know, creating content and stuff, some, sometimes we can be, you know, maybe overly critical or whatever. It just comes part of the territory when you put a mic in front of your face and you're like, well, we should probably talk about this. And if I don't like it, then outcome my critical thoughts. But it, I really like to try and balance that out with, with some positivity and if it's there it's there and sometimes if it's not i guess it's not but i've just been really enjoying podcasting lately um and again like it's this whole i'm in this room a lot like this is where my office is yeah and that plus apparently april and may are when i get really confused about what to play next because yeah. this happened this time last year where i had uh i had i just brandon myers reminded me when i talked to him last week that i did a stream with that tournament style bracket, like the, like the March Madness bracket. Yeah. And I, I loaded up with like 50 games that were on my backlog, which is so stupid, which is a whole <laughs> no, other conversation amazing. that I can have. <laughs> no, it's, re- so I actually talked about this with my therapist. Like I'm making lists that are actually, it's taking me too long to create the list, let alone like get to anything on, anything on the, the list. <laughs> so I'm like, why am I making this list? That's, that should be a, a dead set sign. Um, but yeah, dude, I just, I feel like between, like being exhausted by the time that like the um this time comes around like the evening kind of comes around and realizing how little i'm moving like my job is the opposite of yours you're 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 getting out and you're moving around and stuff like i am sedentary and i I, i'm just trying to just trying to move a little bit and um yeah dude i i'm i'm liking i'm just loving podcasting i think that's probably the best way to put it and also like right now like it seems like things are starting to fire back up in terms of yes. news and things to get excited about so that's like for a while there was like what are we all looking forward mm-hmm. to like i would yeah. actually ask somebody like I, you know what i'll turn it back to you because i can ramble on forever like what are you looking forward to like what's something that's like coming up that you're like it could be anything like movies or whatever like something that you're just like i can't wait for this because i feel like that's that's something important that we should have in our lives well, it's definitely the new consoles. <laughs> yeah. I, I love when there's new console launches. It makes me feel like a kid again. It makes me feel like Christmas uh, without getting robbed, I hope. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so sad. I know, uh, but it's like dark. It's the dark humor that I is. love so much. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But yeah, it gets me really excited. And yeah. 
we're getting to see a little bit of that news again, and that's really getting me excited. Even though people are being stupid and negative, but I'm trying not mm-hmm. to let that affect me. But um, playing games again, man. Like I, I've been working a lot, so today I was like, you know what? I'm going home early. You know, I want to talk to Sean. This is very exciting. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. to Sean. It's Friday. Go home early. Play some video games beforehand. Maybe do some updates just in case I need to do some updates, which I did. <laughs> the I had the twenty. To look forward to now. Yeah, a twenty gig uh, Call of Duty update. Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I was like, oh, I have this Star Wars game that I have not have not tried. Which uh, one? Uh, the uh, Fallen Order. Oh I got, snap! I got it with my Xbox One S when uh, we did that for Black Friday, mm-hmm. and I got it like pretty much like almost when it launched, and I hadn't played it, and I forgot about it. So I started it up, wow. and man, a, a video game game like that, like it, it's so gamey. Yeah, <laughs> you know, what I, I don't know. If that's the worst way to explain it, I guess. But... I love that, dude. I talk about that kind of stuff all the time. It's just a video ass game, man. Yeah, it's just it, a game. I love like, that. It's like you take some Uncharted, you take some Metroid, you take a little Tomb Raider, and you mush it all with some Star Wars, and just mm-hmm. and and the guy who plays uh, Cal, I love him as an actor. He was in Gotham, and and he just knocked that role out of the park as mm-hmm. well. So he's great, and they did such a good job of creating this world, and yeah. and, and like just just taking something that's so familiar and putting it with something new and making it feel like it should be part of it, and I. Like I watched a little bit when you were streaming it, but I didn't watch too much because I I did I wanted to experience it myself as well. Big time, yeah. And um, oh man, it's just uh, good. It's it's a good game. It's a good game. Well, it's funny because the way that you kind of describe it, and the way I'm trying to remember playing it back in November, December, it's like it's not quite as drastic as what like Batman Arkham Asylum did for Batman games because we mm-hmm. had so many bad Batman games and, and really just superhero games as well. But like it's kind of feels the same way for Star Wars games, but not quite as drastic like there were good star wars games and like there but it's basically been pretty inconsistent and like when i think about like really good star wars games i go way back to like i think about like x-wing and tie fighter and and those types of games from like the pc days early early on but this game was like this is to me like my big takeaway from that and i definitely have some issues with the game but like the overall takeaway was like this is how star wars should feel Uh like they finally figured it out like this is how this is how like running around and and using the force should feel yeah after all these decades of games it's there there was there's definitely been a lot of pretty good star wars games but nothing that really it's it's been a while since you've had like that third person action game that just brings you into the world like Mm -hmm. and that's that's why i like those uncharted games like the same thing and and the tomb raider games and i don't know it just it it brings you into this world and it feels like a video game and you're like, oh, I should probably use my lightsaber to chop this mm-hmm. because it's a video game and it's fun and it's, oh man, it just made me feel so good. And I, like I was saying, I was in a weird headspace for the last couple of days and just, you know, starting a new game that just felt good. Yeah. It was nice. Like, I oh, don't I'm know, glad, man. I don't know in the long term how much I, I'll be able to play it or whatever, but just, and I, I, I started with the difficulty normal, and then I was like, no, I don't have time for this. We're shooting it down to story mode. And I used to not do that, but as I get older, it's like I don't have time to put in the dedication to mm-hmm. you know learn every single move perfectly to pull off great maneuvers. So I just knocked it down. I think I'm going to have to get in on that. This is something that is becoming a theme the more and more I talk to people is that like baby ass baby mode is is the new normal. It's just that's you, that's just what you start on. And it's not even you don't even think twice about it. It's just yeah. that's the Ed, I was I was hearing um, Ed Placencia talk about his time with um, Final Fantasy 7 Remake. 
And he's just like, he didn't even, I don't know, I don't remember what the reason was, but he just started on easy. And that was it. And he had it. And he loves the game. Like, if yeah. you don't even, like, think, if you stop thinking about the difficulty and you just enjoy the game, then it, it's just a completely different experience, too. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I might have to do that, man. Especially when you have a lot of pairing involved in a game, I find it's like, okay, yeah. I screwed up. I got nervous, pressed it a little too soon, and now I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that kind of takes you out of the experience. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, it's a video gamey game, but in a bad way. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's gonna. That's the thing. It's been such a journey on games too, because people also forget there was a time when we we're like, video games are too handholdy. Like back in my day, they were hard. Yeah, like hard games are back, dude. Like hard games, and also third person like action adventure games are back. Like, I love them. I mean, it's great. And like you talk about Uncharted and all those games kind of getting smashed together. And essentially, like Sony first party has just like made a name for themselves with this. Yeah, and it's so interesting because like. When I got back into gaming, I guess maybe on like the PC, I was playing like Tomb Raider 2 on my like, on my PC back in like 1999 or whatever it was. And I love that. And I remember thinking, I remember that being like this big deal that they had enough processing power for like a third person camera view to actually work. And even like working out the camera was starting to like sort of getting figured out. Of course, the hair physics, yeah. Tomb Raider 2. Um, but then after like, when you talk about the 360 and the PS3 era, there was a lot of like, it was, it was shooters. It was Call of Duty. It was Halo had taken over and everything was a shooter and everything was like, uh, horseshoeing up. Is that the, that's not the right word. When you're shoehorning, shoehorning, shoe-horning. got it. <laughs> shoehorning. Horseshoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, just nailing that thing to the bottom of your, your, your fleshy sole of your foot. Um, that's not what I meant to say. So anyways, it went for first person for a bit. And now we're back to like third person as kind of the, the perspective I'm really, I'm always curious, man, like what the next, what is the next generation going to bring in terms of like game styles? We also saw the emergence of like battle royale this, this time and the destiny style, like MMORPG. Like, not that I expect you to have like a crystal ball, but like, is there anything, do you feel like there's a game that you haven't played yet? Or is there like a mashup of games Uh, that you would want to see? I, I, well, playing the Star Wars game, I feel like that's more what I want in, in the next gen and just like, as much as that's a video game ass game, it still feels pretty linear, which I'm okay yeah. with. But there's a lot of spots where I wanted to like, you know, interact with the environment. Like you're in all these cool Star Wars environments and it's like it's just like a set piece. Mm-hmm. And you're just moving through it at at points, which is fine. Yeah. But I I think with the next gen and more processing power and all that, you'll be able to interact and, and feel like you're part of that world even more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great it's a great step to do that. But I don't know, man. I'm just super excited. I can't. It makes wait. me think about the. It makes me think about the the license games. Like kind of going back to the Batman point. It's like like when we were growing up and games were were licensed. Generally, it meant that they were going to be bad. You think about a lot of like the Transformers games were kind of like hit or miss, and and I think the War for Cybertron was probably pretty good. Um, but generally speaking, license meant bad because it was being rushed for it to like come out yeah. at the same time of the movie or whatever it was supposed to be. I feel like those days are for them. It's actually the opposite. Like mostly licensed games are are pretty good and in some cases like actually very surprising but like spider-man very very good batman obviously has been figured out star wars looks like it's being figured out as well and it's like this is less to do with what the power of like the next generation of consoles uh is going to allow but like just another generation of game development maybe we'll just we'll, we'll be able to explore these worlds that we've grown up with and that we love outside of games that will like games will now be able to provide that that way for us to interact and live in those worlds more and in a way that we're actually enjoying the game and not just going like well the game sucks but i just wanted to be like in harry potter land or whatever yeah you know what i you know what we need in this gen it's a ninja turtle game that 
draws Ooh. from like all the great inspirations from across movies, comics, cartoons, takes all mm-hmm. the best parts of that, gives it like, I don't know, and just lets you really live in that world. And what what made me think about that was when Joel and I were playing Streets of Rage and how amazing they did with that game. Maybe Which, that's, should we play that tonight? We, I haven't played it yet. That's a great idea. I could pick that up because well, Joel said he's gonna. He's, he said I'm gonna YOLO it yeah. and pick up a couple Monster Energy drinks and he's gonna stay up late and play some games with us as we as we wrap up here. Which this might be. This might have to be a thing where where I record this on Friday nights. Now I don't know, man. I might be like because. Cause this is perfect. Well, we do the thing. We record this, the show that other people will listen to, but that's the kind of like, like that's our homework. And then we'll play games. <laughs> yeah. That's a terrible way to put it. Cause, uh, that doesn't, you do your chores first before you play your games. <laughs> that's not what I meant at all. This is not a um, chore, Sean. This, dude, has, this been has been the, the light of my week, honestly. Well, I want to do it again. And dude, this is, uh, I kind of like, I'm at that weird point where you go, do we call it an hour so that we can play games? And then keep the podcast at a decent time. I think we should. We we covered a lot of topics, and we, did. we were all over the place from That's childhood true. to robberies to games to <laughs> like, the best licensed games to the to best the Wii, licensed games to getting our way everything. Mm-hmm. We've talked about everything in this in this hour, so I think that's, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, okay, what before we go? What is best energy drink? Red Bull. It's a new one. It is a watermelon flavor exclusive. Console exclusive world premiere at Seven <laughs> Eleven. It's a really yeah. It is what, exclusive what a world, at Seven Eleven. What, what a world we live in. <laughs> I might have to go get one of those, dude. You They're know, really just good. to just to wash down this coffee that I've been drinking this whole time at nine thirty at night. Probably a terrible idea, but yeah. And then yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, and then go get my. Well, man, this you you have me excited by this exclusive. I can I got two Seven Elevens. Like that's I'm on a I'm in a great corner. We're we're seven minutes away from Costco and we're eleven like minutes 30, away. <laughs> We're like 37 seconds away from McDonald's, which is why this is such a like pillar of my life. The 7-Eleven's across the street from there. That doesn't matter. Tell uh, tell people where they can find you on the internet and all the places you want you to uh, them to check you out at. You can find me at Tony Baker 87 on the Twitter. That's where I post most of my stuff. And we will be doing some Quest for Pixel stuff. You can follow at Quest for Pixels also on Twitter. And uh, Joel and I and Sheldon will be uh, posting some stuff there and hopefully some YouTube stuff as well as podcasts. And I will, we got to talk about the discord as well. You guys have an awesome discord. Um, Skinny Matt jumping in there. A lot of, a lot of friendly faces, familiar people jumping in there. And the other thing too, speaking of if I'm doing okay and why I'm being quiet and everything, I just don't, I don't know how I can like, uh, I'm drowning in Animal Crossing. You know what, Sean? I love Animal Crossing, but even that Discord is a little too much Animal Crossing. I just don't know how to. I just don't know how to handle it. So I need. Uh, I need. I need the world to realize there's something other than Animal Crossing, and I'm right there, though, man. Like I'm trying, and it's just like I'm over here, yeah. but like I'm getting drowned out. It's like it's kind of like if you get shrunk by Honey, they shrunk the kids, and you're like, I'm over here, and you're right there, and you think you're screaming. And then a turnip drops. Just a tiny little voice, and then a turnip drops, and you're just totally the stupid stock market. Dude, this has been so much fun. Let's play some video games, man. We're so good at games. I have a personal question for you guys as we close out the show. First of all, thank you, Tony. That was awesome. And guys, we played games afterwards. We really did. We played Diablo with Joel Brooks from Quest for Pixels. It was, that's that's just, that's what this is all about, man. And I, I need to let you guys in on a little secret before we really close things out. 
Uh, I made myself a nice iced coffee, and I don't normally put milk or cream in my coffee at all. You guys know, too Splenda. I did with my iced coffee because that's, you know, that makes a nice coffee and iced coffee, I guess. It's real, it's real chunky in there. The, the cream was, uh, it said today was the day. Today was the, the, the due date. But apparently yesterday was the, 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 not the due date, the expiry date. It's all, do I keep drinking this? Like, it tastes really good, but that looks like ass. Thank you guys for supporting the show. <laughs> and if you haven't already, I would love it if you follow me on Twitter, at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Uh, I would love it also if you rated the show on Apple Podcasts. Let's get up there. We could get to 50 on this thing. You can follow me on Twitch. I'll eventually get back to streaming at twitch.tv slash Sean Capri. And if if you like this even just a little bit, you can get it early. You can Instead of Mondays, today, I mean, Mondays, Monday's great, but Friday's awesome. You go to patreon.com slash Capri for just a dollar. You get this show early. You get Cup of Joe three days early. You get that on Sundays. Cup of Joe and Nintendo, of course. Uh, you get my bonus content show, the U... Uh, what the hell is it called? <laughs> the Pants Patreon Podcast for Patrons Podcast, which is truly magical. Ask any of the patrons. We have awesome conversation there it's an ama you ask me whatever the hell you want i will answer it even if it has something to do with like hey if you were gonna uh make up a peanut butter cookbook what would you have in there i've answered that question so go over there patreon.com slash yumi capri it it means the world to me that everybody who already supports us and um it's a great community you also get in that exclusive discord channel the rest of the discord is free but the rest of the discord is all animal crossing so there's a safe haven over in the patreon there's also a safe haven in the xbox drive channel there's a few safe havens in there just i'm just rambling now i'm really quite distraught by this this coffee situation because it tastes really good but my eyes say don't do it sean don't be a dum-dum thank you to jared gautier for making the artwork on this show it shows up on spotify i think it shows up on google but it does not show up everywhere but it's awesome. It definitely shows up on the Twitter. If you guys want to know what I'm talking about, check out the Twitter. Check out the Xbox Drive and Cup of Joe and Nintendo. Otherwise, this has been We The GamerCast. It's now in your ears. I've got another great episode already ready for you next week. It's Ribo, and uh, I hope you're there. Now it's time for Jason. J- why, don't, why am I lo- I'm really this ice. Jason! Talking. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!